Credit card debt can be a never-ending game where balances move from card to card while you chase teaser intro rates only to pay balance transfer fees. Put an end to the games. Whitefish Credit Union's credit card has no balance transfer fees, and we offer a fixed interest rate starting at just 7.9% annual percentage rate. Even if you have less than perfect credit, Whitefish Credit Union may be able to help. Visit whitefishcu.com or call us at 862-3525 to apply. Whitefish Credit Union, we belong to you. Some restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Knock On Sports and joining us right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline to break down all things Montana sports betting with big college football action as well as another week of the NFL upcoming this weekend. It is Matt Kiwit from the Montana Standard where he is the sports editor there. Matt, great to chat with you once again, man. Hope you're doing well. Good to chat with you as well, Anthony. Thanks for having me. I know it's been a while, Matt, so uh, you know it's obviously great to chat with you once again talk some Montana sports betting here, but going back to Monday night, I have to get your thoughts on this. And I, and I know all of you, everybody's heard about the bad beats. I know we've talked about it on the show as well. But Monday night, Cleveland versus Baltimore, was that the ultimate bad beat? Yeah, the ones like that are, are, are what I think of when, when I think of a bad beat. You, it's in the back of your head. When, when, they kick, when they line up for the field goal, you know, with seven seconds left, and you're like, okay, we get the cover, and then you see there's like one second left after the field goal, and you're like, Oh man, not quite over. And then, um, you know, 99 times out of a hundred, uh, you're safe. But then that one time where, uh, it kind of plays out the way you were dreading it, that, that, that's pretty rough. Um, um, fortunately it seems like most people, uh, who backed the Browns had plus three. And so they went from a push to a loss, but if you had plus 3.5, you know, that's really brutal because going from, from a loss to a win or a win to a loss. Uh, something like that is that's uh I'll give you some scars. <laughs> I was about to say, uh mental scars for sure, something that you won't let go of anytime soon. And uh with that, uh Matt, uh, moving on to this weekend, obviously I know we're gonna chat about uh some of the championship games for college football, but this time of year also brings up the bowl season. Unfortunately, we've already seen some bowl games canceled. We've seen teams also opt out of bowl games, but when it comes to betting the bowl games, what advice do you have for players? So yeah, bowl, bowl games, you know, they're, they're kind of crazy, tons, a lot of chaos, and, and so you think, you know, who who would want to bet these? Mm-hmm. Uh, but in actuality, you can you can kind of find spots for certain teams that are unfavorable or very favorable for some teams, um, and you don't even have to really know that much about football. It's information that's pretty widely available, and so. You know the the underlying question you need to ask yourself for all these games is: Does the team really, actually, like genuinely want to be there? And um, more often than not, the answer is yes for one team, and the answer is maybe not or no for the other team. And it plays out pretty quickly in the game, and you know right away if you're you're on the right or wrong side. And so. Um, our goal here is to dig a little deeper and figure out which, which one is the right side. Well, that's a big key there, Matt. So what should people look for? Some easy things you can just Google. Um, you know, first I start with head coaches record in bowl games. So, you know, some coaches, they'll treat the bowl game as, as a fun exhibition. They'll try new players. They'll try a bunch of trick plays. They'll just kind of have fun with it. You know, some see the whole experience as like a nice, you know, end of the year vacation for the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some guys want to win. And, and if you find a coach with, with an excellent bowl record, 
and their team is priced as say an underdog or a short favorite, that's that's a pretty obvious sign that you want to bet on that team. And uh, we'll we'll touch on one in a little bit here. I think another thing you want to look out for is um, if you can find some local newspaper articles by the team's beat writers. Sometimes you'll come across uh, you know phrases that are kind of cheesy like. Uh, rebuilding the culture or putting this coach wants to put their school on the map. Um, you know, this kind of thing tells me that they really, really, really want to win this bowl game and, and they're, you know, really excited to be there. Matt, one thing that comes to mind, obviously, I think this would be easy had Alabama not made or look like they may not make uh, the college football playoff. Obviously the years that they haven't made that playoff, they have not fared well in those bowl games because genuinely kind of feels like they don't even want to be there. They're only playing for the college football playoff. Do you get a sense uh, of any other team, is there any other team that kind of feels like Bama when they don't make the playoff? Yeah, I mean, one that comes to mind very often in both seasons is Miami for whatever reason. Uh, you know, just off the top of my head, I remember, I think it was the Pinstripe Bowl, I want to say like back-to-back years. It's definitely one year where they had to play Wisconsin, you know, it's in it's in Yankee Stadium. It's in the rain. It's cold. They're coming up from Miami, Wisconsin. Pretty used to this winter weather, and they play a Miami team that you know they get out, get cold, uh, and have some rainfall, and then and they're over it by about you know halfway through the first quarter. And then um, also Miami just was a straight up no show last year. I forget which bowl it was against Louisiana Tech. I think they're Miami's favored by ten and. You know, Louisiana Tech just kicked his butt. And uh, we'll talk more about the Bulldogs uh, when I get my favorite bet for uh, upcoming bowl games this week. Uh, Matt, let's uh, talk about this weekend. You got some. You got the ACC championship game. We got other championship game, conference championship games going on here. Specifically, the two I want to look at are the two big ones that are going to headline, and that's Florida and Bama, obviously in the SEC. Uh, Florida, after a very disappointing loss to LSU because of a thrown shoe, uh, do you see a bet here where it's it's something that's favorable? Do you see a bet here that you like in the SEC title game? So, yeah, good luck getting any kind of under for this game. I'm not going to – I don't – you know, maybe you can bet the under for the game, just assuming both teams will maybe be a little conservative out of the gate. I'm not really going to step in front of either of these two trains. Uh, they're, they're operating pretty efficiently on offense. Um, and, and on that note, for player props, you know, the big names I'm guessing will be inflated, you know, like, uh, Najee Harris, Devonte Smith, their numbers I'm guessing will be really, really high. And so betting, betting those overs might not have any value either, but, uh, uh however, where you might find value is, uh, on, uh, Alabama's slot receiver Slade Bolden. Um, so Florida really struggles covering slot receivers. LSU, Kayshawn, uh, excuse my pronunciation, Butte, I think. <laughs> he torched Florida for 108 yards on five catches last week. Tennessee, Velas Jones Jr., he went off for 70 yards on four receptions the week before that uh, when Florida blew out Tennessee. Uh, so I kind of like Bolden here because he's a lesser-known name. Maybe you'll get a better price. And more importantly, he actually plays the position that Florida struggles to cover. So I, when props are available on Sportsbet Montana, I would look to bet his number to go over the projected total. 
Looking at the ACC title game, that was a heck of a matchup the first time around. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence didn't play in that game, but still a lot of numbers, a lot of points, a lot of yards were racked up between Notre Dame and Clemson. Is there a bet that you like in this matchup the second time around? So if I were to play this game, and I might, I haven't decided yet, it would be Notre Dame plus 10. You know, when you watch this game the first time around, obviously Trevor Lawrence wasn't playing, but at any point, did you think, you know, Lawrence would, would carry Clemson to a blowout win if he, if he was in the game? I, the way that game played out, I don't think so. But beforehand, before that game, I thought it would be, it would be possible. Yeah, same here. But, yeah, then the game played out, and Clemson, and it wasn't Clemson's offense that, that struggled. Um, it was the defense, mostly, that gave up a ton of yards. And they're actually pretty lucky to actually get to overtime. If Ian Book doesn't fumble going into the end zone, the Irish might might have won that in regulation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if I were to play this game, I, I, I'd take the 10 points with, with Notre Dame. My feature guest is Matt Kiwi from the Montana Standard as we're talking Montana sports betting here. Uh, Matt, now let's look at your best bet for college football. All right, best bet for college football. We're going to go Tulsa plus 14 at Cincinnati in the American Athletic Championship. So I think Cincinnati's overrated because yeah, uh, first you have, you have the storyline that the Bearcats, you know, they got to be max motivated, right? Because if they win this game, they're on to a New Year's Six Bowl, maybe even in the playoff, blah, 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 blah. The public, I think, will be all over that. Uh, however, uh, both teams have been off for a few weeks due to, co- uh, due to COVID issues. Cincinnati actually had them within their program and have been forced to pause for a couple of weeks. Tulsa has just not played um, and they've been, they've just been off, um, but they've been practicing and working out regularly. Uh, I think, I think if Tulsa can get out to a, a lead, they have a credible enough defense to ho- either hold off Cincinnati completely and win the game or at the very least cover a two touchdown spread to recap that we got, you know, rusty, Cincinnati team and uh, now fully healthy and rested Tulsa team. And so I like uh, the Golden Hurricane getting a couple touchdowns. Week 15 of the NFL gets underway on Saturday. Already had Thursday night football, and that was a very interesting game between the Chargers and the Raiders. But Saturday football to go along with Sunday football. Matt Kiwi joins us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline from the Montana Standard as we talk Montana sports betting here. Um, Matt, let me just get your thoughts, because obviously we know some of the uh, trends with Thursday night football. But looking at Saturday football, do you see anything where it's just like, okay, this is going to be a little bit different, might be a shorter week for these teams? Do you see any value there to looking at, okay, they're playing on Saturday instead of Sunday? Yeah, the, the one spot that sticks out to me would be um, the Bills and the Broncos. Because, you know, the, the, the Bills, obviously, they're coming off two really big wins in prime time, first against the Niners, which uh, that win does, does kind of looks whatever at this point uh, after the Niners have kind of faded. But then they beat, beat the Steelers in primetime. You know, two games, they're definitely all the way up for. And now they got to travel on a short week to a place that's pretty hard to play, you know, in altitude at Mile High Stadium. And whereas the Broncos, I feel like, you know, when their whole QB room um, was benched, basically, because of contact tracing against the Saints, and they lost, what was it, 31-3. to Mm-hmm. I feel like that threw everyone off the fence of the Broncos. Put that game aside, they actually have improved quite a bit recently. They they beat the Dolphins before before the Saints game. 
they competed pretty well with Kansas City, and then last week they they won as underdogs on the road. So I think uh, we might see a little bit of regression from Josh Allen here. You know, maybe a little hangover, and uh, he's going up against the Broncos team who's showing a lot of improvement, especially on defense. So I do like the Broncos plus six in that spot. Speaking of a team with a lot of improvement, I wish I could go back about maybe nine or ten weeks and lay some money down on the Washington football team to possibly win the NFC East here. I still think uh, that they are the best chance to win the division and make the playoffs here. But obviously, uh, let's look at Seattle versus the Washington football team. What do you think about this matchup? What bets do you like here? Well, it's going to be a tough one for for the football team. Uh, obviously, it was announced recently Alex Smith will be out. Uh, looks like Antonio Gibson, the running back, the top running back, will be out. And um, you know Russell Wilson, he's not putting up those huge numbers he was at the beginning of the season. But I think the Seahawks will be able to move the ball enough against the Washington defense, simply for the fact that you know Washington's offense probably won't be able to stay on the field. You, know, you can you can give Seattle some fits if you can move the ball through the air, as we've seen all year. You know Haskins. I don't think he he could do that. Um, you know, he got benched for Kyle Allen, and and then that Alex Smith took over after that. But he, Haskins has been an afterthought until now. And so, you know, if we see a few three and outs, and the Washington defense gets a little tired, a little frustrated with Haskins in the offense, Russell Wilson can definitely wear you down. And uh, you know, the Seahawks they need, they need to keep pace with the Rams here. So this is actually kind of a must win for them. And um, I like the Seahawks minus six here as much as I enjoy the Washington football team's uh, improvement this year. Right now we are with Matt Keyweed from the Montana Standard, the sports editor there as we're talking Montana sports betting. And uh, Matt, let's go ahead and get to your best bet for the NFL this weekend. Best bet, we're going to go, I went to this well a, a few times this season, the Carolina Panthers. So Carolina lost straight up and against the spread last week, which creates a buy sign for me on them. Mm. And that's because um, the last the last time Carolina went two consecutive games without covering was weeks one and two. Since then, they're seven and four against the spread and following a loss, the Panthers are covering spreads by an average of seven and a half points per game. So we got the Panthers coming off a loss and an ATS loss. So I like them to bounce back here. And you know that the trend kind of makes sense. You got Matt Rule, who by all accounts is a great coach. Players get up to the game. And they want to play for him. And so uh, I do worry about the Packers being motivated because they do want to secure the top seed in the NFC for the playoffs. You know, but, but even if the Panthers cover, cover the spread by, by seven whole points, which I don't probably isn't likely, you know, they probably come within three. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the most, most common outcome of an NFL game. Anyways. Um, even if the Panthers covered by seven points, you know, Green Bay still wins and everybody's happy. So best bet in the NFL Panthers plus eight. Right now we're with Matt Kiwis. He joins us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Matt, if they want to check out your column and more of your work, how can they do that? So I'm at mtstandard.com in the sports section there, obviously. And then also at 406mtsports.com. And I'm on Twitter. I changed my handle since I'm, I'm no longer at the IR. So I'll be at M-A-T-T-K-I-E-W-I-E-T-406. That's on Twitter. Matt, really appreciate the time. Great to chat with you once again after my uh, vacation and looking forward to chatting with you again next week. Likewise, Anthony. Thanks for having me back.